Okie dokie. Uh, I'm here today with my friend Manu Koenig, who is the district supervisor for which district? First district. First district. And once again, I'm here to do uh, my little segment called Santa Cruz Conversations to find out what's going on in government, life, state, local. And uh, I'm here today with Manu, who's been on the show many times, probably because we bribed him with merch for socks, I don't know, but likely. But uh, just <laughs> So can you tell me, like, uh, what you're working on and having an easy time with, maybe a hard time with, or I'm just trying to get an idea of what a supervisor does during daily life. Sure, so it's been a big year for the county. We've got most of what we asked for this year in terms of uh, some big ticket items like uh, state money of over $25 million for the Washington Hospital. Yeah. Uh, we've heard about the recent $115 million for active transportation, including $105 million for the next couple of segments of the rail trail. Um, we got two grants for Project Home Key Project to uh, house you know, about 50 new units of housing for people experiencing homelessness. Um, and, and I could go on, actually, at our last meeting, we just uh, approved the purchase of the, the last building in the Sheriff Center complex over at Shanklear and SoCal Avenue. Uh, and that's going to be a new youth uh, mental health Where, crisis. Where's that at? Um, Clear and oh, yeah, Do, do people apply for those programs, or do you do, uh, do you pick the programs that are out there? Well, it's a combination of things. I mean, a lot of times our staff here at the county is writing grants right. to the state. I mean, all the things I just mentioned to you, and none of it was, was a given, right? Um, I mean, of course, it's also through the fact that this past year the state has had a historic government uh, budget surplus, um, and so a lot of that has come into the county thanks to the hard work of staff and compelling Next year, we're looking at a budget deficit of about $127 million um, within the state budget. So it could be more difficult. Um, you know, so you're going to catch, you need to catch the rainbow when you can, right? We, we caught the rainbow this year. Right. Next year is going to be a challenge. You know, it's an ongoing challenge for us in terms of getting these state monies for one-time money to build projects, but then not really having enough operational funds to maintain them. So I hear about that all the time in terms of the quality of our, our parks, the maintenance at our parks, uh, the quality of our roads, um, you, know, you know, on and on. Maybe even uh, just how much staffing we have at the sheriff's department. Um, so uh, operational uh, funding is, is really, really challenging there. How long have you been supervising for now? Has it been two years? It's about two years, yeah. And you're, you're, you have a four-year term? Yeah, two more years. What, what, did, you, what did you not know? Now you're in the seat. What did you not know going in that you know now? Hmm. Um, well, you know, I, I think I've learned that there's opportunities to do things not only uh, when uh, through new ordinances, laws, or, or programs that I'm writing and proposing, but also just through the, the regular course of business as um, issues come up that we're discussing as a county board or as projects come through. 
creates a lot of challenges as well as a lot of opportunities. Okay. Like with the fire. Um, that, well, yeah, I mean, our whole county, we have the most uh, area per capita that is in the wildland urban interface, so it's really both urban, at the edge of the urban area where the, the wildland area starts, and that's actually the highest growth area. Were you involved with Senator Laird about helping getting the Watsonville, open, Watsonville Hospital, I wouldn't say reopen because it wasn't closed, right, but in, in better hands? Keeping it open. Yeah. Um, you know, other than a support role, I wasn't intensely involved. Okay. A lot of it was our staff here at the county, um, so our county administrative officer and his direct staff, our county budget manager. Um, they were in constant communication with uh, State Senator Laird to make sure that we got that uh, extra money that we needed to put aside What's been your biggest victory so far since you've been in office? Biggest victory? Yeah. Uh, well, finally got the tiny home ordinance passed. Yeah. So you can uh, build a tiny home both as a primary dwelling or as an accessory dwelling now. At, at your, on your property? Yeah. With, 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 obviously with permits, correct? You can't just go ahead and yeah, lock one up. It's a material permit process, so it's pretty lightweight um, and shouldn't take too long to get through. Um, you know, I think... Um, other major victories, we've done, done a lot for housing this year, uh, new incentives for, uh, for housing projects to provide bus passes to all the residents, um, just reducing some of the barriers in building housing, even like just making sure that piping is the right size, we're not you know, wasting water and energy, right. putting hot water and pipes no one's going to use. Um, uh, you know, the victories really getting both the um, the money for the Best Village up in, uh, on, on Highway 9, that'll house 20 veterans who've been homeless, uh, as well as the Park Avenue project um, over in Cabrillo, that'll house 36 people who've been homeless. Um, and that combined six units of housing is not everything we need, but it's a good step in the right direction, and I'd like to see a lot of those projects. And what's been, what's been your, I don't want to say your failure, but what's been, what's been your hardest, uh, hurt, well, your, your tallest hurdle? Yeah. And the two biggest ways that uh, comes out is with uh, managing our roads and having enough money to uh, you know, properly take care of our roads. I mean, we are chronically under-investing. Um, the roads are bad. Yeah, and, and it, it gets back to the percentage of our property taxes that we get as a result of uh, state law that was, that was switched after Prop 13 passed. So we actually get much less money than other counties. We, we get on average 13 cents on every property tax dollar, uh, whereas the statewide average is about 20 cents. And so um, we just can't keep up. And the other area that we see besides roads, of course, is you know, uh, money for shelters, people experiencing homelessness, um, as well as uh, other services related to that. Um, you know, even 
uh, as I mentioned, staffing our uh, sheriff's office, um, and I mean, it's a constant challenge then of not having enough shelter, but then uh, uh, also having to uh, continue to enforce the law right. um, and deal with unsanctioned business that is impacting the road. Have you thought about toll, toll roads? As far as, I mean, I go back to my brother in New Jersey, and there's all those tolls there, which they complain about, but the roads are yeah. perfect. And here you come over, I just drove Highway 17 a minute ago. It's just, you, it's, you need to go to the dentist after you've come to driven over Highway 17. It's, the roads are just bad. Yeah, yeah I have thought about toll roads, and, and uh, you know, I can go to school in Massachusetts, of course, they have toll roads. Yeah. Well. Um, a couple things there. First of all, you can't toll an existing highway in the state of California. That's the current law. And there's been secret exceptions, and um, most of our state legislators changed that, so that's something to consider. Um, and then, but the other option would be to create an express lane where we're obviously going on uh, Highway 101 or the Bay Area. Right. Um, and, uh, but the, the challenge is that's about at least a half billion dollar project, $500 million. And, you know, I looked into it further, and, and toll roads, they pay for their own operation, but it probably wouldn't provide enough funding to actually build Make that entire so anyway, well, I'll, I'll keep looking into it, but there's no clear. Yeah. Now, when when you leave here to go home every night, do you leave? Do you feel like you you you're able to accomplish something most of the time, or most of the time you feel like you you haven't accomplished something? Yeah. Just on just on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of keeping up with things on a daily basis. I mean, a lot of my day to day is uh, responding to constituents' requests for service, whether um, uh, it's an issue with the road or oh me caught me texting you at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah you and of course that's um, a big reason why I, um, I'm happy to have staff that can help me out with a lot of those things um, but still so that's a lot of it and then yeah. um, you know keeping up with different requests for, uh, from different organizations uh, there's new legislation um, so, you know, my, my days consist of a lot of meetings. I would say that most of the time when I feel a uh, sense of accomplishment is after a board supervised meeting or after we have passed something or yeah. get funding yeah. for a, an important program. Yeah. Um, how, often do you ha how often do you have the supervising meetings? Our, well, our board supervises meetings are usually about twice a month. Okay. And then I host a town hall meeting uh, that rotates throughout the first district. Um, Every month as well. Okay. Once a month. And they can pick, they can check that out once you have a website, correct? Yeah. Um, you can go to monotonic.com and okay. that'll redirect you to my page on the county website. You can also go to the county senator's page okay. and click on board supervisors and click on what day's first is to see that website. Okay. Thank you, my friend. Make sure. it short and sweet. I know you got you get other mini coming up in a minute. I want to appreciate your time and effort. And oh, well, thanks for coming I, by. I, I thank you. We have lots more of these conversations. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah.